Well, polish your blister cards and straighten those J-hooks. This is the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 105 for the week of Wednesday, the 26th of February, 2014. I am Ben, and with me tonight are... John. And Scott. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Lego movie Melting Room, and we're discussing Army Builders. Now, Howdy, gentlemen. How hangeth it? (laughs) It hangeth well. Low and to the right. (laughs) Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Scott, where are you? (laughs) I am in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Um, I have not been home since last we recorded, Um, but I'm going home tomorrow. Yay! Yay! Is there anything actually on the agenda, or can you just go home and see those people you live with, you know, the ones? Yeah, them. Well, I have to say FaceTime is wonderful. You know, like it's, I mean, it's certainly no substitute for the real thing, but it definitely helps you keep in touch. And so I've had extended uh, FaceTime chats pretty much every night, and we finally had the last bit of our fence and gate put on at the house so we actually have a full backyard now so i got a video tour of that when it was done as well <laughs> and which was hilarious because it was miss 10 doing it and half of it was actually looking at the sky at the ground but um i did get a sense that we were finally fully fenced so that was cool but i also got to um do if you listened to episode 104 our toy fair episode we there was so much news that came up after we did our initial recording that we had to get together again and do it, and I got to go and record that bit at Adam's house, so it was really fun. Excellent. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Mr. Nerd, what's going on? Uh, Mrs. Nerd's been out of town all week, so I've been, been alone. <laughs> what have you done? You've got the opposite problem to Scott. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, I haven't done a whole lot. My uh, hard drive went out on my DVR. Wow. Yeah, so I don't even know what we lost. I, I know there was a couple... Uh. A couple of shows we had like four episodes of that I don't, we're, we're probably just going to stop watching them. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, <laughs> and and it, I, the thing is, I had to make like three or four calls before I could get them to go, oh yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. You know, they, oh, let us check the box and send a reset signal. Call mm-hmm. us back in 45 minutes if it doesn't work. So. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. What about you, Ben? Um, something interesting happened today. Uh, a couple of days ago, I just happened to catch the light in the front yard on the right angle, and between two trees in our front yard was this enormous spider web, and right in the centre of said spider web was this enormous spider, and interestingly, it's, it's I, I don't know the type of spider, but I have seen them before, and they're normally brown, but this one was bright orange, like bright orangey red, and it was amazing, and I even said to Mrs. Shake, hey, you've got to come and check out this spider, and she, you know, I literally had to drag her out to see, she's like, yeah, that's great, <laughs> and then ran back inside the house, and I thought, that's a really cool-looking spider. So anyway, I sort of didn't give it that much thought, and this afternoon, I thought, 
while it's quiet and, you know, the, the sun's sort of down on the other side of the house, I might get out and mow the lawn. So, of course, you know, I'm walking along, do-do-do-do, mowing the lawn, and then suddenly I walk through the spider web. Uh-oh. And I just stopped. And my neighbour had just arrived home and was getting out of his car. So I kind of stood there going, keep it together, keep it together. Don't, <laughs> don't go running, screaming into the house like a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> so I just kind of waved and stood there. Good day, good day mate. Yeah, <laughs> nothing happened in here. Yeah, and uh, so I, I haven't managed to locate the owner of the spiderweb, but I've kind of had the um, the heebie-jeebies ever since. So it's in the middle of the episode, I suddenly go screaming, and you know. <laughs> did, did it feel like the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark? It was kind of like that, and the moment I hit it, I you just get that sudden. Uh, <laughs> when when you say enormous, what how how big are you talking? Ah, uh, he was probably... What kind uh, of spider? Well, I, uh, you see them around in Australia, but I've, as I said, I've never seen one this colour before. Um, so <laughs> no doubt if I had have taken a photo of it with my phone, I probably would have created the, the next internet meme, you know, that um, the yeah. world uses to mock Australia and our... And our Giant spiders. Yeah, things that kill you. But, um, and probably he was splayed out. He was probably only, he's about two inches across. Oh, okay. So, so not, you know, not not tarantula sized. No. Fortunately. Our bigger spiders are not our most deadly spiders though. No. Like the huntsman spider, which is huge, is actually pretty harmless because it can't really bite you. Whereas we have the red back, which is yeah. probably at the biggest, the size of an, of an American quarter. Hmm. Oh, not that they're, much even. They're, they're nasty. Yeah. Very nasty. I killed one of those today. Ew. So Ew. I'd say the other one's probably going to get revenge on me right in the middle of our, you know, discussion topic of the week. Yeah. So we've lost all of our arachnophobic listeners now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they're under the couch going, make it stop. Start talking about toys. <laughs> all right. Well, how about we do that then and we get things started with some articulated news? Boo. Quit that. Here comes the Gobot Command Center. Your parents put it together. You can change it to a landwalker and a mighty fortress. Nine volt battery not included. Gobot sold separately. Enemy Gobot attacking. Now to capture master control. Leader one, try and conquer the world now. You are grounded, cop tour. The Gobot Command Center. Leader one and cop tour each sold separately. From Tonka. Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news. And Articulated News is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. We're not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. And, John, kick things off for us. Well, the first bit of news I think we've alluded to in the past. And um, after last week's show, I'm kind of curious to see how this one goes because it's uh, yeah. pop a pop vinyl of Ghostbusters Ecto-1 with um, Winston stuck in it. Remember we said Winston wasn't coming in the box set, so he was coming there. Ecto-1. So. Mm. Hopefully it's got better paint apps than Eli's Batman and Batmobile. Mm. Yeah, I, sure. when I saw the pictures, I was really surprised because I would have thought they would have done a better job than that. Yeah, I must say I, I gave um, my oldest that for Christmas, she hasn't taken it out of the box, but I'll be keen to have a look at it when I get home just yeah. to see. I mean, I, I had a look at it when I got it, and I didn't um, think anything negative about it, but it hasn't been out of the box, so mm. I have to check it out now. <laughs> but, uh, so, sorry, you have to open that. There may be a quality control issue. That's right. Always check <laughs> on the quality people. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you know, if Gertie has a bad day, that's someone's job to actually make sure her stuff doesn't get through. Totally. That's actually the first time we've really complained about paint on anything major in a while. You know, in a major True. way. So True. I guess we're, we're lucky. But mm. this one has a lot more detail on it, so that's why I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on, we got some more Funko news, and it says set to launch uh, Hikari Japanese Vinyl in 2014. And this is Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're kind of stylized in a different way than the uh, normal pop vinyl. I'd say they're kind of like pop vinyl, but in a... Yawn. Different stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's starting to get a bit of overkill. It's like totally. these companies are sitting around going, okay, what other wacky ways can we present these properties? You yeah. know I mean? The Funko model is different, though. Look, I mean, I feel the same. I, I kind of think, oh, it's something else. But, you know, it's not that, yes, there are collectors that are buying that stuff, but they're also, they've got such... um Wide distribution. I mean, I was up here in Brisbane today and they've got, you know, they're in bookstores and mm, everywhere. Yeah. And so it's a different, it's a different, uh, market and that's all cool, but it's a bit of, uh, I don't know, maybe we have to be a bit more selective about some of it. I don't know if it's really toy news. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's, it's, um, there's just so much. Yeah. I mean, these aren't my thing, but they seem to lend themselves better to certain properties. Like the Batman stuff, nah, it's a major pass for me. But the the Ninja Turtles, I think, are actually much more suited to the style. Well, I I think it fits more with the um, you know, the Power Rangers and and the Japanese superhero squad type um yeah. sculpts. You know, those. I just hope, and particularly with them expanding into, you know, six inch articulated figures, etc. I just hope that, um, they have a clear plan and that they're not going to collapse under the weight of their success, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, I, I hope that we're not, um, reporting about their demise in a couple of years time. Yeah. So, because it's just such big growth and that's fantastic. But this sort of stuff makes me just a little bit nervous in that if they're just, because they're successful, if they're just throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks, mm-hmm. then at some stage that can really backfire on you. So yeah, I don't, they, I mean, I've got do no, they do a lot of reuse and repaints. Like these are sure. all metallic. Oh, you know, absolutely. That's right. They're so. not taking a big, but I'm just saying that the, the, um, six inch articulated stuff is a totally different kettle of fish. And that's the kind of stuff I think that you can, you know, sink a lot of money on quickly because you, you know, you can only reuse so much. And so, uh, you know, that expansion makes me excited and nervous at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up. Um, I'm so sick of this G.I. Joe Club. Is this all one pack or is this just... No, this is actually going to probably be a separate vehicle or a separate item. The the figures that they've been announcing and showing have been part of the set, the convention set. Yeah, that that the way that they dribbled that out, I found irritating, but it's because I don't collect it. So probably it was exciting for people who do. Well... The one thing to remember is the collector's club is not Hasbro. They are completely separate. And, uh, and what they're trying to do is get people interested in that set and to sign up to come to the convention. So okay, got it. Got it. That's uh, why they're doing it one piece at a time like that. So 
So so they dribble them out one at a time to generate interest in you then subbing as opposed to Mattel who make you sign up for the sub and then dribble out the con. Yeah, okay. Well, these these aren't even subscription. These you would have to go to, the the box set at least, um, you would have to go to the convention itself to get. Mm -hmm. So it's actually... Okay, I am... I understand. Thank you for educating me. Oh, no problem. No problem. And what they do is they'll, they'll ask Hasbro, Hey, what pieces can we have? You know, what pieces are available to us to use to make a set? And then they'll, they'll use pieces and such. So sometimes they get told no, but, um, yeah. it's really unusual to do a vehicle probably as complicated as this one. So, uh, it's back to its original colors and that is the havoc. And, um, this will be a limited edition club exclusive vehicle, so you'd have to go to the club store. You know, it's not going to be available through Hasbro Toy Shop or whatever. So Hasbro doesn't own it. Hasbro own... Hasbro owns it, but they kind of license the club to to make molds and you know do a okay. revised cool. version of it. Cool. This will be uh, $42 in shipping, which, you know, this is a fairly good sized vehicle. It's got a couple of missiles. It's back in its original colors. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good. Nice. It's good. And... What, um, the vehicle driver that comes with this or doesn't, co- he doesn't come with it, but, um, is cross country and he is the club incentive figure. So when you join the club for a year and sign up with membership, you get a free figure and that would be this one. Hmm. Cool. Spiffing. Spiffing. Yeah. Next. The next one I'm kind of excited about and kind of confused by, and that is, <laughs> um, NECA has released pictures of Wave 2 of their celebrity action figures, and their first ones are hitting, and I haven't got any of them yet. I feel really bad about that, but I just haven't had a chance to, to get it, and I kind of wanted to see them in hand first before I made an order, you know. Um, you're, just, you're not a pre-order person, are you? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> you need to think about that. I, I, I just prefer to see stuff in hand. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm weird. We've had this discussion before because we don't have that. Like if if we wanted that, we would just never own anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like oh well. <laughs> well, this one, um, we've got the Who. In the, in the Who. You're saying Who? Um, and, and it's the Who, the band. The what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their in their Simpson appearance, they look okay. There's three of them. I wonder if they'll come together. They kind of suspect they will. I hope that's the same. Yeah. Um, past that, we've got uh, Tony Hawk, who was in <laughs> one of the who? milestone episodes. I want to say. Like 200, 300, I don't, he was in one of those episodes. Uh, Britney Spears, which I don't quite understand, uh, but, uh, the other two are the ones that are kind of interesting is, uh, Mark Hamill, who was cool. in an episode playing himself. Cool. And here he's dressed in khakis and, you know, denim shirt, it looks like. So I'm, I'm guessing they couldn't get the rights to his Luke Skywalker outfit, hmm. which is what, um, what I remember him wearing in the episode he was in. So this one's kind of different. He may have been in an episode I haven't seen. I don't know. But the last, the last one is Lucy Lawless, which I'm a bit confused ah, by because I, I don't fun. know. Well, I don't know why they would take up a spot for her because yes, she was in an episode, but she was actually already in, uh, one of the Playmates sets. Mm-hmm. Ah. So I was kind of confused why they would pick her when, you know, you got other people you could do if there was already a figure of her out there. Yeah. She's in one of the Treehouse of Horrors box sets, wasn't she? Yep. Are these in scale with those? Yeah, yeah. Okay. These are the same style, the same articulation. Okay. So, um, well, when I say same style, a lot of the, uh, original ones, their legs were more together. Mm-hmm. So they're, because their feet had a 
little clicky thing in the the base that would blend. Oh, we're getting very technical here again. Clicky yeah. thing. Clicky thing. Yeah. Punchy yeah. hands. Clicky. Pretty interactive sets, weren't they? Yeah. And, yeah, and so she looked quite a bit less detailed, but I, like I said, I'm just kind of surprised they would pick her when, you know, there's been so many other guest stars on The Simpsons. Has NECA, NECA, since they had the license, made the actual Simpsons characters? I don't think so. And I, that, I find that weird. Um, or did they do a Homer as part of this last first wave? I can't remember. I don't, I don't recall. I remember it being more guest star related. Yeah, and so, <laughs> The one, you I just, know, it, it's, it says right on here, the, the greatest guest star, so it, it might be just yeah. that. I think this line's going to be a bit of a mixed blessing because it sounds really exciting to begin with and you go, oh, wow, that means, you know, I can potentially own X, Y, and Z and that'd be fantastic. And then you sort of go, ah, oh, but then there's been so many guests that I really have absolutely no interest in whatsoever. I mean, you know, I'm always up for a, a good blasting of Pinball Wizard, but the idea of owning the Who, uh, as Simpsons action figures, does nothing for me whatsoever. You know, if they had have announced Mulder and Scully, you know, then that's a completely different, you know, yeah. thing, so. Be all over that. I can't imagine, well, I wouldn't imagine that the toy rights would have been, uh, secured as part of them signing when they did the voice, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wonder if NECA actually has to go through, um, rights stuff for this or if they already have the rights to anything that's in the show yeah good question that's a good question we need to find out i think honey yeah i will try and find out arnold very good all right and your last bit of news uh last bit of news is we've seen a announcement from jazzwares of a second series of minecraft and i don't know how i feel about this Do you want some time to think about how you feel about it? Or? <laughs> you know, Minecraft's one of those things that when it came out, I was like, oh, that's cool. I should, I should try that. So and I never did. <laughs> and part of me is grateful because I, I just, I would either be really into it or I just would have not, you know, I would have built a couple of things and said, eh, that's, that's, that's cool, you know. So I'm but really I know fascinated they're... by, um, I mean, I've never played it, but it is huge in schools. Mm. Like it gets used a lot in, um, a number of different curriculum areas in, in schools and the take up seems to be as much girls as boys, which is really cool. Yeah. I, I, all the power to them. You know, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's virtual Legos is what it is. You know, I mean, I think that that's the the one probably chink in Legos armor is that, you know, these kind of things will, kids can build stuff and they don't have to get up off their couch and. I don't know if you saw this week there was, or in the last couple of weeks, there was a Kickstarter um, that was gathering steam where, and if you look on YouTube, you can't look anywhere without tripping over 10,000 Minecraft instruction videos. And there was this group of people saying, you know, we want to raise, I think it was like 50,000 or 500,000 or something to do really high quality Minecraft uh, tutorial videos. And the makers of Minecraft came in and said, yeah, um, no, <laughs> not without us. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fascinating. So anyway, um, the, the figures coming are Diamond Armor Steve, which I assume is some sort Thank of human. Thank God player. I've been waiting for him. Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, an Iron Golem, Blacksmith Villager, and a Deluxe Animal Mob six-pack consisting of a cow, a sheep, a tamed wolf, a pig, an ocelot, and a chicken. An ocelot. Excellent. The good old ocelot just doesn't get enough uh, 
screen time, doesn't it? Yeah. I, well, I think, you know, there's a, a real dearth of ocelot collectibles, so anything that can help to mm. address that, good on them. I, I'm still stuck on Don not knowing how he feels about this. Of course, now I'm picturing him sitting back in his leather recliner in his Kermit the Frog bathrobe with some <laughs> lavender tea contemplating uh, Minecraft yeah. Series 2. Yeah, I just, uh, they're showing up all over the place here. You know, the other day I was in Walmart and they had like the, the human size Minecraft, they had, you know, axes and, and mm. stuff. They had a whole end cap yeah. of them. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. Very good. Very popular. All right. Mr. Scott. Well, this, I've got a couple of Jack specific news items and the first one, is almost verging out of toys into dolls, in my opinion, but I shall report on it because I've been assigned to do so. And these are Jack Specific uh, Maleficent uh, dolls. They're dolls um, from the upcoming movie with Angelina Jolie. Um, so action figures with highly detailed fabric costumes that um, our girls would look like Barbie. You know, is this is this new to Jack specific? I mean, is this you know we we sort of skip over Tonner generally. I was going to say it's very Tonner esque. This isn't normal for them, is it? I'm trying to think of Jack specific. So. Mm. But you know, I don't go down the girls' aisle very often to know that. But mm. it'll it'll kind of be um like kind of like to see what the doll people actually say about these because the they doll- look a little they look a little <laughs> out of proportion to me. You know, the outfits don't look necessarily well crafted. Hmm. All right. Well, let's move on then. Bit strange. Um, they have role play stuff too. <laughs> okay. Cool. I, I mean, I think Jazzwares is a bit of a, you know, company that's um, <coughs> diverse. Is a nice way of saying all over the shop. Um, but you know, when you, I mean, when you're making, oh, sorry, that's not Jazzwares. Jacks. I mean, yeah, you know, it's Jack specific. Um, another Jacks thing is a ride on Mario Kart cart. <laughs> Um, nice. I know. So I don't know if this is like right on for you and me, or I think it's probably more of a kid, um, sized Mario Kart. But if you ever wanted to race around in your very own Mario Kart and you are not of a size and weight that would squish this one, <laughs> um, then you, your dream has finally come true. That's, that's a pretty cool prop of that's, yeah, your Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Now onto things that are a bit more in our normal wheelhouse. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, the. See what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. McFarlane, as well as Walking Dead action figures, has a higher end statue line and reminiscent of the Michonne versus Zombies multi-statue, multi-character statue. There is a Rick Grimes one coming out where he's fending off three zombies by himself and blowing one's brains out. So if that's what you want in your lounge room, then your dream has come true. Hmm. Beautiful for what it is. Certainly not something that, yeah. I think it's important to note it's the comic one. Oh, yeah, sorry, comic. Yeah, not 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 TV. So, I mean, and I really like that um, the comic version is getting this sort of Love and obviously, if you're a huge fan of it and um, weren't easily prone to nightmares, then this might be something that you would like to have all over your house. Mm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. But I guess, you know, is it in the same series as that, that Michon one? Yeah. Where she was yeah. sleeping? Yeah. 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 So same idea. So that's cool. Hmm. And I mean, good to see McFarlane's still doing statues and stuff as well. So that's good. Yes. Um, Mattel, this is, I think, something that was at Troy Fair, but that we skipped over. Uh, the Batman Gotham Tunnel takedown seven pack, including, uh, it looks like a, a Joker and a Joker's Henchman? Oh no, that's Two-Face. Well, there you go. Joker, Two-Face, Solomon Grundy, Azrael Batman, Batman, Red Robin, and Nightwing, all looking like toys that I don't want. Hmm. You know, I actually saw some of these on the shelf the other day, and they don't look as bad in, on the shelf as what I would have expected. I, lo- I mean, I, I'm a big, you know, Bizarro and Solomon Grundy toy fan. And so uh, if that Solomon Grundy wasn't in a seven pack of other stuff, I'd probably buy it, but that's going to save me money. But I mean, yeah. 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 Um, Jazzwares. Sorry, go ahead. The Asbats kind of looks probably the closest to being a regular figure out of all of them. And, you know, we all know how I feel about Asbats. So. Mm. Oh, do we? He came uh, from the same, you know, Nightfall. Uh, oh, his name. Yeah. What is your nightfall issue? I, I hated it. <laughs> He's hated the storyline. Yeah, I thought it was just ridiculous. Cool. The concept was good, but, you know, I really took it. <laughs> okay. Jazzwares, as we know, has picked up the Teen Titans Go license for the revival of the animated series, and we have seen a Beast Boy and Raven uh, that are... Cute. Um, I, I don't like these, uh, the Teen Titans Go versions of the characters. So, gosh, I don't like anything tonight. <laughs> I didn't like anything last week either. That's not true. I was all over a lot of that DC collectible stuff. Shut up. I just hope for their sake, as Wares get their act together in terms of their quality control. Um, I don't own a lot of Jazzwares stuff, but, uh, just thinking back through the stuff that I do have, Everything I have seems to have issues. So I think if you are a fan of DC and a fan of, you know, Titans in their various incarnations, as some of the forum members are, um, you know, if this was something you decided to pick up, it would be pretty disappointing if they turned out to be cheap, you know, badly done figures. So, are they the ones that did the regular show? Yeah, and they did the Space Ghost that, you know, just about everybody had problems with and... um you know, there's been a few of the, the sort of um, Hanna-Barbera type stuff that they've had problems with and mm. just hasn't been particularly a good run for them. Hmm. Hmm. And then finally, in uh, political toy news, that's my face, which is um, a company I personally have not heard of, is issuing Edward Snowden and Julian Assange action figures. So if you, oh, I thought that was Snow the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> that was my second guess. I'm pretty sure it's Assange. Um, so there you go. Is it a why? Well, oh, why? Because these are fundraising money for the Freedom of the Press Foundation or WikiLeaks. Yeah, I actually just assumed that the uh, the embassy that he was in stuff was going to start charging him rent or something. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's funny. 
Yeah, go. I mean, at least if you're going to spend a hundred bucks, then you know, which is what these are going for, at least somebody's benefiting. Yeah. So no political statement there, just a interesting bit of action figure commentary. And with that, me done. Me hand over to you. Mm, thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, my first bit of news is in regards to. Yeah. Do we pronounce this Mafex, or are we just going to say M-A-F-E-X? It's, um, I would have thought it was Mafex. Mafex. Yeah, I, think that, Ma- I think that's how Adam says it. He says it's Mafex. He says Mafex. Well, for those of no, us who... Mafex, and of course there's deluxe ones. Oh, so. That's how we solved the NECA thing. We rang it. Yeah, true, true. We should... um. Because, of course, then they have the deluxe version, so there's Muffex DX. <laughs> Muffex Muff, Dips, something like that. So, anyway, um, these are Metacom's Miracle Action Figure X. And uh, they've announced a, a new version of Spider-Man, uh, based on the Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume. Um, the original Muffex Spider-Man sold out, and he's going for big bucks on the secondary market. So um, this would obviously be pretty good news for people who are um, still chasing that figure. So here's another opportunity to get your Muffex Spider-Man. Um, now, these go for about 45 bucks. I have a bit of a look around, but one of the things they announced was this one. It's interesting because um, it says that they retail for about 45 bucks, but then you've got um, the deluxe set, which retails for $80, and with that you actually get a whole bunch of extras um, that obviously will feature in the movie in some way, such as a backpack, skateboard, fireman's helmet. I just need um, to point out the complete absence of punchy hands. Yeah, actually, that's interesting. You'd think for a figure like that that you'd actually get some swap out, swap out hands. And his hands look, his fingers look too long in the picture we're looking at. Yeah, he does look quite sort of gangly. And I mean, some of the extras are fine, such as, you know, you get a mobile phone and you get a, um, a fireman's, um, what do you call that? So, hose. Oh, no. No, no, the, the bit that goes on the end of the hose that they. Nozzle. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that thing. But um, what's interesting is if he doesn't sort of come with any hands to hold any of it, so you're effectively paying... No grippy hands or punchy hands. No grippy hands. So you're paying an extra 25 bucks for stuff that he can't actually interact with. So, hmm, pretty expensive for extra. Are you sure Mattel isn't making this? (laughs) That Iron helmet still disturbs me. They'd make you subscribe to it. Yeah, that's right. What's wrong with the fireman's helmet? They'd not tell you what was actually in it. Because he wears it. I, I, I've seen because he wears it. On it. <laughs> Why would Spider-Man wear that? Safety, mm. man. That's right. Anyway, yeah, if that's your thing, keep keep an eye out for it. That'll be out in the near future, apparently. Um, coming up is some Lego news, and we um, got a, a bit of a look at some of the stuff that Lego was doing at Toy Fair, but one of the sets um, that we're now getting some really good pictures of is the new uh, X-Men versus uh, the Sentinel set which features minifigures of Wolverine, Storm, Magneto. Uh, I'm trying to check out who else is there. But uh, effectively you get like a, a bit of a Blackbird jet and you obviously get a Sentinel. And if I read the, the I guess the you know the the new the press release on this, I'd actually be pretty impressed. But now that I've actually seen the pictures, it's um, I don't know. It's a bit disappointing. I would have thought this would be an opportunity to produce this massive Sentinel, which would actually be the focus of uh, of the set. 
you know, you have this giant robot with X-Men figures to fight it, but it seems like the, the centerpiece of this set is actually the jet, um, you know, which I think is a bit disappointing because the Sentinel doesn't look very big at all. Cyclops. Yeah. Cyclops is the other character. Oh, yes. Yeah, but, I mean, how, how tall is a Sentinel? <gasps> well, I mean, they vary from, depends on, you know, the artist at the time, and there's been, you know, a hundred different designs, but uh, most of the time they, you know, they tower over humans. You're probably looking at at least ten times. He's got Wolverine in his hand there, so. It seems a bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I just would expect him to be gigantic. So, and he looks like he's probably about four times the size of a Lego minifigure at best. In fact, not even that. But, uh, who knows? Anyway, there you go. That's your thing. Keep an eye out for it. Um, moving on, and there's actually some um, interesting stuff from Jack Pacific in that they demoed a, uh, well, it's a, a 48-inch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figure. Um, there is a Michelangelo um, shown at the Toy Fair who is just huge. There's a shot of him with um, Daniel Pickett from uh, Action Figure Insider, and this is one big-ass figure, and it's based on the new animated series. So if you're digging it like I am, then uh, he's actually got a pretty cool um, pretty cool aesthetic to him. Um, Fun-looking figure, but, man, can you imagine the price on this sucker? It's huge. He's shiny. <laughs> he's, he's very shiny. He is. Um, so this, this appears to be a bit of a, a bit of a prototype. They're obviously trying to generate some interest in the, in the product and shop it around. Um, so they've obviously only got the one so far. Uh, and geez, this would be a painful pickup because if this really took your interest and you decided to pick it up and they produced the other three, um, not only would that be pricey, but boy, imagine the space you'd need. Yeah. So, but I like it. I, I think it's a, a good looking figure. Uh, I wonder if um, his, I, I uh, nunchuck is removable. Um, yeah, because you can't see from the images, yeah. The other thing is, uh, I'd be curious about the articulation as well. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of articulation. I think it's the kind of figure that just sort of stands in the corner and, and looks funny. looks like he's got some articulation in the shoulder, probably the neck, but it doesn't look like there's a whole lot else going on unless it's just the, you know, the way they've done the promo. So, yeah, something different, and, uh, you know, we'll reserve our judgment until we uh, see a price on that guy. <laughs> Uh, something else, we have Gentle Giant continue on with their gigantic uh, vintage Star Wars figures, so the, the Jumbo Figure line, and they've just announced uh, Luke Skywalker in his Bespin fatigues, um, and, you know, he looks just like the vintage Luke Skywalker in Bespin fatigues. Speaking of needing a lot of space if you want to collect something. Mm, particularly if you want to keep them sort of on the card, which I guess is the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, although I will say, after seeing them at CoilCon, there was a vendor that had a bunch of them. They are cool. Like, if they're on the card and they're all together. Because he had a whole yeah. bunch of them for sale, and they were right next to each other. They were cool. Mm. Um, but They do look fun. You know, this is one of my, probably out of the vintage line, this is my favorite figure. So, you know, I yeah. can't collect or pick it up. I was surprised that they hadn't made it already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they yeah. don't make a whole, you know, number of them. So no. they probably want to stretch those loops out. Mm. Yeah, true. Not like um Star Wars and Hasbro Black. Uh, exactly. Mm. When I say Hasbro Black, otherwise known as Hasbro and Star Wars Black. Well, that's right. Good enough for us. Thank you. So, well, this guy will be out in the last quarter of 2014. The recommended retail price is 80 bucks, which, I don't know, I mean, it's a whole lot of plastic for 80 bucks, considering that things like Marvel Legends are tapping at $20 each now. I think the packaging is like a clamshell thing, though, isn't it? It's not a believe so yeah yeah so it's not it's not just like a 
you know, cardboard, cardboard plastic deal. So I'm sure that that's got some price attached to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. They do look nice. And the idea that you can actually just sort of, you know, hang them on pins or hooks on the wall and, and make a good display. Oh, I think it's a, I mean, I think if you're a diehard collector and you're particularly passionate about the vintage stuff, it's awesome. And which is why I think that the stupid, um, thing that Mattel did with the superpower stuff was just such a misfire because, you know, mm. that, that, that could, that could have just printed money, I would think, with the right execution of that. But there you go. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Just mad because there's no Aquaman. <laughs> well, that is definitely part of it, but I still would think it was dumb if he was one of the six. Mm-hmm. Yes, all right. And our last bit of news, um, there was some extra NECA news to say that they have picked up the, um, the licensing rights to do action figures on Divergent. And Divergent is a new movie that will be out shortly based on a series of novels by Veronica Roth. Um, it's kind of that new, uh, I guess, young adult series similar to Twilight and such things um, and, and The Hunger Games. Uh, I think it's probably interesting to mention because I can remember a, a certain person in the very first episode of the Action Figure Blues podcast talking about Necker's Hunger Games action figures and saying, gosh, you know, do you think this is a bit of a risk for them? I mean, you know, it's one of those young things. Do you think they're going to make any money? <laughs> do you think the movies will be successful enough to justify, you know, the licensing rights? And, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that was me, wasn't it? Uh, it was me. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, but look, um, Divergent, you know, the, the trailer's already around. It's one of those sort yep. of um, futuristic dystopian things where... Teenagers, you know, going to try and break free, blah, 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 and people are divided into... (laughs) That's pretty much it. I was actually looking today for a new series of books to start reading with my eldest because we read a chapter each every night and we're about to finish um, our last book in the Skullduggery Pleasant series, which is an awesome series of books. And um, a lot of them, it just looks like, you know, you just take bits of Twilight and bits of Hunger Games and mix them together mm-hmm. and uh probably can do it without actually having to write anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's interesting. I mean obviously these these kinds of books and, and movies, you know, they have their little messages. I mean you know, divergence about a, a society that divides people based on um, you know, their their traits. And uh but I mean, you know, it's been done in the past, um, you know, the, the chrysalids, for example, is an absolute classic that is, is based on that sort of thing. So, you know, there's nothing really new here. I think it's just yeah. comes with some flashy effects. And yeah. Well, I'll, I think one thing that I, I find with these series is that there's so much movie bait in it. You yeah. Know, stuff yeah. that's being written with the obviously trying to get a movie deal. Yeah. Well, this says yeah. seven inch action figures featuring photorealistic likenesses of the movie st- actors. Mm, mm. So there must already so, be a movie. Yeah, there is, mm. yeah. Oh. oh yes, yeah, the movie's out very soon. Yeah, I saw the trailer the other day. Oh really? I yeah. It. I was just talking about like the, oh, the, the, the state of young adult fiction. Well that wraps up the articulated news and we'll be right back with everybody's favorite podcast game, Name Maps. Now it's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd, who happens to be here tonight. 
from tvandfilmtoys.com presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. Over to you, Mr. Nerd. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. The introductions just get better and better. <laughs> well, we'll get right to it, and we will play last week's sound right here. You rang? Beware. Surprises wait at every turn. Well, anyway, um, now that we've heard the sound, what do you guys think it is? Any guesses? <sighs> no. No, I, I'm out on this one, sorry. Well, I, I went, tried to go a little bit harder on this one because, you know, Eddie apparently needed a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> There's got a little bit of competition now. There's some other people yeah. in. Yeah, Hellbot jumped in there, so yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's good. Um, this was an Imaginext Dragonmont Fortress. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of a different fortress. <laughs> well, this was the Dragonmont Fortress. When when I was a kid, the, the Fisher-Price castle was one of my favorite things ever. So, oh, okay. Um, cool. You know, I, I saw that commercial. I was like, eh, I, I like that. So. <laughs> I remember the Imaginext. Um, I remember the Imaginext kind of oh, medieval stuff as a kid and always wanting it and never having it. Hmm. Do they have Imagine X back then? Oh, well, something. I don't know. Play my... Oh, shit. Whatever. <laughs> I've only had one beer. <laughs> and it was, you know, 64 it w- ounces. It wasn't a black giraffe either, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. Well, mm. we, will, we will move on to this week's sound to challenge you again. And, you know... <laughs> See if you guys can figure this one out. And we'll put that in right here. Si te apasionan los autos de carreras, ven a Kentucky. Busca en tu chiquipac uno de los cuatro coches de más. Además, participa en el concurso Carta Santa Claus y gana una consola. Las carreras de están en Kentucky. And once is never, never, never enough. So we will put never. it in again. Never. Si te apasionan los autos de carreras, ven a Kentucky. Busca en tu chiquipac uno de los cuatro coches de más. Además, participa en el concurso Carta Santa Claus y gana una consola. Las carreras de están en Kentucky. Well, you know, if uh, you think you know what that is, you know, be like Eddie, be like Hellbot, don't be like Scott. Come on over to AFB Forum and, uh, you know, come over there and make a guess because guessing's fun. And, you know, we, we've got some really cool people over at the forum. You know, we can't say enough about that. And, um, you know, make sure to come over and, uh. Oh, and John's there as well. Yeah, but I don't show up that much. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure much. True. After the letter. Um, <laughs> the restraining order. Yeah. You know, come over, sign up, make a guess. And if you want, Come over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays where we play the picture version, except for last Thursday because I forgot. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very good, very good. That's why I'm so tired because I was sitting at the internet waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I cried. Well, I, I will tell you that coming up over the next month or so, um, I actually got a box from my parents and it had some of my stuff from when I was younger. So expect the next month to be kind of a vintage month. Vintage. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. So I'm going to be some older items over the next month. Cool. Excellent. Good stuff. All right. Well, coming up next is the toy of the week. 
save more, must battle the forces of the evil Dragomond. It's Dragomond's fortress. You rang? Beware. Surprises wait at every turn. Oh! It's a trap! Surrender, Dragomond! Adventures come alive when you enter the world yeah. of Imaginext. Dragomon Fortress, Bravemore Castle, and other sets sold separately. Batteries not included from the world of Imaginext. Now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail, and these might be new releases, or we might talk about favourite or bizarre items from our collection. And this week, John, you have our Toy of the Week. Yeah, and I am really, really excited about the Lego movie. Now, it's been out for a couple weeks here. I haven't seen it. Uh... <laughs> I, I know. We have to wait till I, April. I know. So because I, haven't seen, because I haven't seen it, there will be no spoilers in this review. Good. Um, yeah, but you guys have the stuff. Is it? Is there the sets out on shelves over there? Uh, I've seen the minifigures on pigs. I don't think the sets are no. The oh, minifigures wow. are out though. Yeah. But oh, I haven't. Well. I haven't done the aisle for about a week. So done the aisle. Yeah. Done the aisle. So what the kids call it these days. Yeah, that's right. Yo, let's go down. We'll do the aisle. <laughs> yeah, we in yeah. my my um hometown, the thriving metropolis of Kankakee, Illinois. If you weren't didn't feel like going cow tipping, um, <laughs> the only thing to do was to go and cruise the square, which involved cars of teenagers uh driving around a particular block in opposite directions and looking at each other. Sweet. Yeah. You know, it's really embarrassing when you're somewhere and teenagers try and you know um do cow tipping with your ex-wife. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. Anyway, moving on to the review. Um, All right. Uh, what are we? What's, what's this Alan show? Payne just went up 10%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a letter from my ex-wife's lawyer, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, if she's listening. She's not listening to this. G'day. She's my ex-wife. <laughs> She might be a fan. She might not be listening for you. No, she's not. Trust me. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this is from Lego, obviously. <laughs> this has been the most distracted show ever. We're only like... <laughs> and, um, oh, look, bunnies. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't even know if I can do this. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, this is the melting room, and it's been in some of the trailers. Um, they showed it. You you know, you see uh, Wild Style. She's up there using a laser. I think I know more of what's going on here. Than, Spoilers! Than I'm gonna let on. Thank you. But, um, this is probably the, the small set for this, this, the movie line. And, um, it's obviously from Lego. It's released this year with the movie. It's a Lego set, so there's minifigures and blocks. And it's about the $13 price range here in the U.S. So this or, is, like I said, one of the small sets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, obviously it's not a, collector friendly box you pop it open it's a box you rip it open and you know take the parts out and put them together <laughs> and if you're buying lego to keep them in the box you're you're just i'm yeah. sorry if you're buying lego keep them in the box um you're just dumb surely people don't do that i did I with my batman do. stuff I, I did with all the batman lego simply because i had nowhere to display the the, the made up but surely um, normal people don't do that well yeah when you're exceptional like i am mm-hmm. But then, you know, I went, uh, I'm never going to make this stuff. I should just sell it. Holy crap, look how much it goes for on eBay. <laughs> well, what this set has is it has, um, like a lab table where you put 
somebody and it's got little chains on the side to hold Emmett in and he actually goes in face first. <gasps> so it's kind of like, um, some kind of dungeon. It's um, torture. Torture. Like Lego people. torture. It's got little, you know, the, the chains that hook to his wrists and, uh, it Whoa. rotates and tilts. So, you know, however you want to put him in there for torture, you can pretty much do it with this table. It's, it's like a, a chiropractor type table. So. <laughs> It's very cool, um, but it's attached to a big octagonal square or octagonal plate, and off to the side is one little area that has like a little rack with tools, including handcuffs and some sort of little gun thing, maybe. And then the other side has a hinge that has the actual laser on it for the the I assume melting purposes. Now I haven't seen the movie, obviously, as I said, but I picked up this set as soon as I saw it because of one reason, and that is it actually has Emmett, you know, the hero of the movie, and it has Wild Style, so you can get both of them in a set for you know under twenty dollars, which I think mm. is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Are these characters that existed before the movie, or they're created for the movie? I'm wondering if Emmett is meant to be that generic Lego guy. Okay. You know, because he, he actually reminds me of the, the Lego Obi-Wan from, um, episode one is who he reminds me of. Mm-hmm. But, um, in addition to those two, there's actually a little Lego robot cop dude do the, <laughs> nice. the torturing. So the Emmett in this one has, um, one face that's kind of a smirk and then you can actually rotate it around and, um, on the other side, it's it's screaming Emmett. So, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> it's probably appropriate. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, he has a big red block on his back, and I know what it is, but I'm not going to let on because it's spoiler. So. Uh, I do like how he's got that kind of vintage hair, like the you know that was one of the first yeah. sort of um, head pieces that that came out for you know Lego figures. I remember when right. they used to just come out and they had none, but then one day someone had hair. My one complaint about that hair in the movie from what I've seen, cause I actually have Emmett as my wallpaper on my phone, the screaming Emmett. Um, yes, I'm way too excited about this movie and I was told <laughs> that by my wife the other day is when you see pictures of him from the movie, he's actually got a mold parting line down the middle of his hair, but the figure doesn't have that. Like the oh, mold, they don't, they don't mold him that way. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not seeing this film outrage. If I had a cactus, I'd hurl it. <laughs> Huh. Is that what you guys do down there? Uh, I don't think that made it into the outtakes because yeah. uh, it was too, there was, it was just too much. <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs> there was no actual cactus hurling in episode 104. There was only mention of it. Yeah, well, the, the wild style is pretty cool from this set too because she has paint on one of her arms even, um, her back, one of her legs. You know, she's got her little trademark. Uh, urban design to her. Now, this wild style is the hood up version. So, you know, in the trailer, um, you, there at least one of the trailers, you see her kind of pull down her, her hood and Emmett looks at her. He's like, uh, and you know, it takes him a minute to. You are way too excited about this film. <laughs> I know. That's why, that's why I was asking, like, are these made for the film? Cause you're talking about them like they're characters everyone should know. And I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Well, they do here because the movie's out, so okay. we're excited. I've watched all the videos, too, which is probably bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm way too excited about this. The cop's cool. He's just got a little robot head. so That's why we like you, though, John, because you're just way too excited. 
Overall, though, the set's got a little, a lot of little, uh, you know, specialized pieces. It's got a little flexible tube. It's, it's got the laser that's the lightsaber thing. For the money, I, you know, I, I can't not recommend this set. Hmm. Really. Excellent. You know, you get both the main characters from the movie. It's got a neat little play features. There's, there's really nothing, nothing bad about it at all. So, Dolly Riding? I'm going to go 9.5 out of 10. <sighs> What's the point five for? Just to keep Justin happy. Um, <laughs> the the point five is because it's the hooded mold wild line. style instead of the hair one. Uh, okay, and the non-existent mold line. Yeah, and the non-existent mold line. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps up the toy of the week, and when we come back, we'll talk about some new items that we've added to our collections this week. Don't stay up late. Okay. Journey underground to a new Lego world. And join the Rock Raiders in search of rare Braconium. Hard rock can't stop your heavy metal drills, but the dreaded rock monster can. Get the Braconium before the rock monster gets you. That was close. The new Lego Rock Raiders collection. Each set sold separately, batteries not included. We're all here because we collect, so feeding the addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we've made. And since you guys have been doing a lot of talking, I think I'm going to go first this week. And I had a bit of a Stan Lee week, um, <laughs> uh, intentional and unintentional. Uh, the first is I actually picked up the Stan Lee Hero Clicks. Um, I think there was one that was included with the release of that 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 movie that documentary that came out that what's his name the you know super size me dude made oh yeah um, yeah spurlock yeah um so yeah i sort of i've been keeping an eye out for those and you know they don't exactly cost a lot of money so uh, i didn't want to pay a whole lot and didn't want to pay a whole lot of postage so i've been stalking that for a while and um while i was actually searching for it on ebay i actually came across a bit of a gem and uh I didn't realize that there is in existence a, a Stanley Slurpee Cup. So <laughs> during the 70s when all that sort of Slurpee Cup goodness was happening and I think DC had over a 100 of them or something at the time, um, there was obviously the Marvel equivalents going on and uh, somehow a Stanley one got released and I've been absolutely oblivious to it uh, ever since. So, um, yeah, once I actually found out that it did exist, uh, I started having a bit of a look on eBay, and um, they don't show up very often at all. And when uh, I did actually do a search, I had um, two hits and on, on eBay worldwide, and interestingly, one of them was not in good shape at all, a um, bit dirty, a bit faded, looking quite worn, uh, and was also very, very expensive. And the other one looked to be in very, very nice condition and including postage was half the price. Uh, uh. So I, uh, I mm, obviously, hard yeah, decision. I know, I know. I, I just, I just, I spent days just dwelling yeah, on what agonizing. to do. Yeah. So I went with the ladder and, um, it was kind of one of those classic examples of, um, you know, as you guys are probably aware when you ship stuff overseas, uh, it's not just the weight of the box. It's actually the, the cubing rule. Mm. So it's, it's the amount of space that the package takes up inside the, the shipping container. And, uh, it was quite funny because the guy packed it incredibly well. Like it was just amazing the amount of, de- like he carefully, 
um, wrapped the cup in, in sort of like that, um, that tissue paper, uh, and then gently had bubble wrap around it. And then it had like heavy bubble wrap around it. And then it was mm. in a box with about a trillion packing peanuts. Um, so you know, I felt like I got my, my shipping dollars worth, despite the fact that, you know, you could balance it on one finger. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, you look at the cup and it's in such beautiful condition that you'd almost swear that, you know, it was a bit of a scam or something. But, um, you know, there's a, a few marks on it here and there and it's copyright 1975. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. So that was my, uh, my Stan Lee week. Very good. I wonder how the, the hero clicks powers are for him like how they <laughs> in the game i you know? i am yet to go to any kind of deed like i it came still sealed in its little sort of plastic thingy so i haven't actually opened it or and done anything with it so but yeah mm. Mm, yeah anyway yeah. that was me well unsurprisingly <laughs> i i got lego minifigures no me. way i know wow and I have half the series now. Ooh. So Nice. Nice. And the I'm only gonna... reason I probably don't have more is because I was starting to feel like a creepy dude standing in the aisle feeling all <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. have the Taco Tuesday guy yet. It's the one I want oh. to get. You don't want to get caught standing in the toy aisle feeling your package, that's for sure. No. no. It was Target, too, and it was over by the, you know, video aisle. So I, <laughs> <laughs> but, and I picked I... up two... Picked up two this week related to you guys, actually. Oh. I, I got um, the Where Are My Pants guy. Uh, nice. Nice. And um, I got the barista. Ah, my dude. Yeah, yeah very yeah, good. So, yeah. Yeah, very good. Pretty cool. Yeah. We must be on the countdown to The Simpsons then. Mm, yeah, I would think so. Probably that a couple must, months out. That must be the series after the movie series. Yes, it is. Because remember, I don't know if you guys remember a while back, I said I keep the little uh, paper things in my wallet so I know what I'm looking for when I'm feeling the packages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, there's an app for that. <gasps> no uh, way. Yeah. There's a an app, and I have it on my phone, where they actually just have pictures of all the series. So you can, it has all of them on it. So you can is just it official it. or? No, no. But um, at least this one was in the Android store, and it goes up through the movie series. I don't think it has the Simpsons series on it. So, Very cool. But it has the movie series, so you can just, you know, if you don't know what it is, you call up on your phone, and there it is. So Excellent. Cool. Very Hooray. Cool. Hooray to nerds worldwide. Hooray. Yeah. Very nice. App-making nerds. Yeah. So, Mr. Scott, what did you pick up? Well, I reviewed the Play Out Sky DC variant Wonder Woman a couple of weeks ago. And then last week when we were looking at all of the fantastic reveals from Toy Fair in this line, I said, I'm gonna, I'm just screwed. Um, I already had the Aquaman on pre-order. And today, Shocker. sorry? <laughs> Shocker! Shocker! Yep. Today, um, cause I'm in Brisbane and there's the, the Mr. Toys Toy World in Brisbane is a truly amazing uh, shop it's huge and it has a wide range of stuff and they had the green lantern and the wonder woman there for reasonable prices and so i've the green lantern i picked up and this is one that i i remember when we very first talked about these because green lantern was in the first series that from the the photos i was really not taken with and thought i think these are a bit weird but this is actually a great figure. And so it has definitely solidified my, um, 
feeling that this is a line that I want to own and I can't wait to get him home to play with Wonder Woman. Um, but he's a lot easier to pose than Wonder Woman. He's a lot easier to, uh, stand. So uh, partly I think that could be a little bit about the difference between the male and the female, um, just structure, but partly I need to go home and really uh, work out how to make Wonder Woman work. <laughs> Somebody's got a great um, – Well, I, when, <laughs> when a man and a woman really like each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get her to stand up on her own, and even on the base she's a bit bodgy. Um, so – but this is it's beautifully sculpted, really nice mix of um both you know metallic uh finish and then some translucent pieces and the energy construct that he comes with is just it's awesome. Awesome. So nice. I'm happy. Very nice. Do you ever get stopped at the airport and they open your suitcase and you have to explain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to explain yet. your vibrating green lantern figure. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> what about your proplica from uh, Sailor Moon? Have you ever had to explain that? <laughs> no. No, just the wig. Just the wig, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, I think it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. I agree. World. Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or something even worse. And this week, there has been much outrage and cactus throwing. We have two red cards. Nerd, why don't you take it away? Well, mine is kind of about stupid people. <gasps> um, <laughs> I know. And it, it's not really to a toy company or anybody else, but just people in general that don't think. Wow, we're going to be here a long time. Let, let me set the stage. I'm in the figure <laughs> aisle, and um, I'm at my local Walmart, you know, and I'm looking at Marvel figures or whatever. And I'll admit, I'm an older guy. I have a shaved head. I'm a little overweight. I'm a creepy guy to be standing <laughs> in the toy aisle. You know, people keep small children away from me. I'm okay with it. You know, I, I don't mind. And the next aisle over is the Lego aisle. And there's a couple having an argument in Walmart. And every other word is the F word. Mm. And to top it off, sure. they have their toddler in the cart there with them. Oh. <laughs> now. We're just red carding society. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, I, I, I just, one, I would never have that kind of argument in a store anyway. You know, I, I just mm. wouldn't. I realize there are times you'd get mad in the store, but that's when you say, okay, let's, let's take it outside and we'll go work this out. But to do it in front of your toddler in a toy aisle just makes no sense to me. I mean, I, I actually walked around to see what this couple looked like. They, you, you know, and I, I thought, well, maybe if I walk into that aisle, they'll, they'll be embarrassed and they'll stop and move on. And and they didn't, and it just kept up this whole tirade of f this and f that and you know f you and I, I was just like blown away by just the you know not realizing where they were standing. And there was a guy in the next aisle over with his little girls, and I felt really bad for him because you know here all they wanted to do was go look at the new you know 
Barbie whatever, and and they're having to listen to this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the F word is the most awesomely versatile word in the English language. I mean, you know, how many other words can be, you know, a verb, a noun, an adjective? It's, it's, it's just perfect for everything. But, you know, there's a time and a place. And, uh, you know, when you, you know, I'm sure Scott can agree that, you know, you go out of your way to make sure that you, you know, your kids don't hear these words, especially from yourself. And so to, to actually be bombarded, um, you know, like, like that. Defiling the sanctity of the toy aisle. Mm. Yeah, I, I just, you know, if you're going to be in a, they're, they're toys. And yes, we call ourselves collectors or whatever, but they're for kids. And the chances of there being kids in the aisle, just be sensitive to it. That, that's my, okay, I'm done. <laughs> society, you just got a red card. Yeah. Um, as well as society, um, I am red carding McFarlane toys. And the reason for that is that, as we've mentioned many times, the uh, Walking Dead TV series action figure line has been very patchy in terms of its um, quality, both in just general um, QC, but then also the early figures were very oddly sculpted, no articulation, and really no likeness um, of the characters. And they certainly made up for that with um, some great figures, uh, in the, the later waves, but a couple of the main characters, um, Rick, for example, we still really don't have a, a great likeness figure of, um, and another one is Shane, who, um, is a, a key character to the whole story. And that to me of the original lot was really the worst figure in terms of being posed, no articulation and no likeness whatsoever. So I was kind of excited to see that there was a new, quote unquote Shane, um, coming out, um, only to find that it is the same crappy figure that we all complained about with, <laughs> with a hat. So, so same figure, but stick a cap on him and a uh, different paint deco. And he has uh, a nice hat. He, he has a serious but sane expression on his face. Yeah, that's the, that's in the promo of like this one, this one's got a sane, awesome. like what? So I, you know, the, <sighs> Daryl, Rick, Shane have to be redone for this line to be complete. And even the new Daryl is in the Daryl and Merle two pack is still a version of that old one. And it's not great. Um, and, and it's not fully articulated. So that was just a bit of a, Oh, boo. You know, I, th- I thought they haven't done a Herschel. Have they? No. Or if they will, I don't know. Well, it's certainly a very, you know, very significant character in the, the series. I think more than the comics, really. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I, you know, be interested to I see. Just, I just hit or miss on what they pick even, you know. Yeah. Why, why do another Shane like that when, you know, there's other people out there that could be doing Well, it's just cheap tooling. Cheap tooling. I mean, it's the same figure, yeah. but it's just to reuse a crappy one. And just kind of, I think it'd be one thing, you know, if they'd, why, why they keep kind of coming back to some of those original figures, which are so obviously not good, and which they must know because they changed tack, um, both, you know, in terms of packaging, etc. It's just, it's disappointing. So, red card for McFarlane. Yeah. Boo. 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 Very good. Boo. Wow. Coming up after those well-deserved fails is our discussion topic of the week. Fast forward, people stop! 
coming game. Mainframe is mine. Oh my. Sprite, we need your help. Enzo, your zip cord. Hack, slash, backspace now. Scared Mega Brit? Alpha Numeric. Huh? Bob, use Glitch. Glitch, why? Thanks for the data. Get him. Way to go, Sprite. Yes. Reboot action figures, each sold separately. Well, if you've listened to any more than a dozen episodes of the show, you'll know that a number of the AFB podcast team are very big into the world of universe building. That is creating that representation of the comic universes that we love, having those uh, representations of each individual character displayed out on the shelf together. And uh, one of the attractions to that is taking the opportunity to army build that is buying multiple uh, figures of a particular toy to bulk up that universe and get that, um, I guess, you know, representation of good or evil en masse. And, uh, you know, kicking things off tonight, we're going to have a bit of a chat about army building in general, the whys, the wherefores, favourite figures and that sort of thing. But, um, John, I guess I'm going to kick things off and, and just flat out ask, uh, are you an army builder? Well, when we first, when you guys first posted this up saying this is what the topic was, I was like, oh, I'm not really an army builder. But then I got thinking about it and, uh, you know, like the German troops from Raiders of the Lost Ark, I have multiples of those. The, you know, there's some other ones like that where, where I have multiples. But then I got thinking about Star Wars and I have a fair number of stormtroopers. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I, I have is um, when Episode 1 was out, just because of the various ones released, I have a number of battle droids, and I also got a number of Gunkins so that they could fight each other. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, asking uh, the same question to myself, I'd have to say, yes, I am an army builder. Um, I probably don't have the, 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 I guess, divergent lines that a lot of people would because I don't collect three and three-quarter Star Wars. Um, you know, I obviously haven't had the opportunity to army build with those, though, you know, many, many times I've um, had them um, because, you know, I really do enjoy army building and... Um, you know, it's hard to say why. Uh, I, I mean, you know, have to have a bit of a, uh, a story that, you know, a bit of a reflection on childhood, but, you know, I can remember collecting the original three and three quarter Star Wars figures, and at the time, I was actually really driven by the card backs. Um, it was the sort of thing where, you know, uh, I'd, I'd be good, my mother would buy me a new figure, I'd tell her which one I'd wanted or, you know, a couple of them that I wanted and she'd bring me one home and I'd excitedly, you know, cross it off uh, the back of the card and then I'd move on and, okay, then I only needed three, these three figures and I've, you know, finished a whole row and at the time it never really occurred to me that the concept of army building and it wasn't until I was probably about 10 or 11 and I went to a flea market and there was a guy selling Star Wars figures really, really cheap. He was obviously getting rid of them. And, you know, having always been attracted to the Stormtrooper, just that, I guess, the aesthetics, you know, I had some money in my pocket and I thought, wow, you know, I could get another Stormtrooper. And, and when I got that Stormtrooper home and, you know, I had one sort of flanking either side of Darth Vader, I thought, you know, that's actually pretty cool. And I think that was really the the first sort of, um, you know, awareness I had that, that you could actually own more than one of the same figure. Yeah, I I had two, like, and I wrote a piece for TVFT called The Grand Army of One or Two, because, like, uh, <laughs> Stormtroopers I had two, Snowtroopers I had two, Death Squadron Commander I had two, Sand People I had two, Jawas I had two, 
Yeah, yeah. I think I ended up with multiples of a number of them, but I certainly didn't go crazy on any of them. I think by the time I sort of gave up the original vintage three and three quarter toys, because, you know, I was in high school and too old for toys, I, I think I probably had four of the, um, the Hoth Rebel Troopers. Oh, that's, that, that's that, a you know, that, one. Yeah, that generic one. I, well, I've always been a big fan of Hoth. Um, you know, when I think back to my favorite Star Wars, obviously Empire jumps out, but it's actually the Hoth sequence that, that I, I have the sort of great affinity for. So, you know, and I've still got those four vintage figures today and, uh, well, I mean, yeah. So that's you know, you're talking about card backs, and I think that's that's something that they did back then that was pretty cool. Was you know, Star Wars, you could still get previous waves. You know, mm. they, they recarded the original Stormtrooper on an Empire card and a, a Jedi card, or they recarded yeah. a Snowtrooper. You know, or you could still get some of those other figures. They didn't. It wasn't like an actual wave where it would come out and then it was gone. But yeah. you know, yeah. so that was kind of different back then. But I guess we didn't realize what we were getting. And um, you know, it was like you said. You'd, you'd look at the card back and go, oh, well, I want this new figure. I don't want you know last year's Stormtrooper. I already got him. I, I, <laughs> That's right. This That's right. Been guard guy, get me him instead of another stormtrooper. But do you think you can actually put a, a finger on the reason why you army build? You know, is there a is there a reason that you know there's a, a certain you know Joe or a Cobra trooper that that have to get multiples of? I mean, you know, do you do it because you they look good on display? Do you do it because you intend to build dioramas? Do you do it because you have some sort of OCD that compels you? I, I do it because I like the way they look, you know, I, mm. and I won't, uh, you know, a lot of army builders, when they take pictures of their displays, it's just rank and file, you know, uh, like say Cobra troopers, they'd have rank and file Cobra troopers on, on parade basically. Um, mm. now I do have a display that is, and it's not very deep. It's only about two rows deep of the emperor's arrival on, on the death star in, in Jedi where, you know, I've got maybe 10 stormtroopers lined up. And, you know, you got the emperor in front of them. Um, yeah, but yeah. I really tend to look, you know, it's more uh, that particular scene is what drove that, not just lining them up. Um, yeah. And, and, and GI yeah. Joe is kind of the same thing for me because where the Joe team is normally a diversified, you know, group of, you know, specialists, the, the Cobra to me should be more of an army type, you know, where you got one Joe fighting multiple opponents. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because one of the things I was actually thinking is, you know, my specialty definitely lies with Marvel Legends. Uh, you know, I've mentioned before that's my passion. So, um, you know, I've I've had great fun army building everything from Hydra troopers to the Shield agents, uh, etc. And one thing I was actually thinking is, you know, I remember um, one of the forum members, Tyrock. You know, he uh, is a good friend of mine and, and is a big GI Joe fan. And I remember him sending me this link to this guy's collection, and he's obviously got sort of a man cave or a, a basement or something like that. And the guy had metal shelving, and you know, his army collecting for GI Joe had gone to the extent where um, he had entire shelves of just one figure. Yeah. You know, we're we're talking a hundred plus, um, you know, count of of just a certain Cobra Trooper. And I remember just looking at and and I mean it looked impressive. There's there's argument there, but I remember looking at it and just thinking, you know, that's just ridiculous. That's just overboard. You know, enough is enough. And but then I actually stopped and thought, well, you know, Scott 
would probably say the same thing about us. I mean, you know, Scott has absolutely no interest in army building whatsoever. And so for DC Universe Classics, he has his red parademon. He has his, you know, his classic sort of green parademon and that's it. Whereas I have three of each. So, you know, he can't sort of comprehend the idea of having three of each, yet I can't comprehend the idea of this guy having a hundred of each trooper. Um, so yeah, it's interesting where people's philosophy lies in just, you know, how much is enough. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I, I really like my displays to look like a scene and, mm. you know, a single trooper does not look like a scene from <laughs> a movie. It, it just doesn't. And, um, like my, my Indiana Jones shelf has like warehouse boxes and stuff on it and it, it's not anywhere near a diorama. It's just, you know, some pieces that mm. to it, but it, you know, if I had one German soldier there, it could be Indian disguise. You know, that, that was kind of the thing with the vintage Raiders line is you didn't have any German soldiers in it, but you had Indiana Jones and who's he supposed to blend in with? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, I think one of the reasons in, in particular, I was looking at my figures and, um, while I, you know, I'd love to eventually build some, um, some dioramas and, uh, even if it's just to take photos, um, one of the things I really noticed that was recurring with mine is um, a lot of it's driven by the leaders. So, for example, you know, there's really no point having Nick Fury in your Marvel Legends display with one S.H.I.E.L.D. agent standing next to him. You know, he looks good with three or four S.H.I.E.L.D. agents uh, with him. And, you know, I looked at my hand ninja and I've got Elektra and, you know, sort of standing out the front. And if I look at my... um my Hydra figures of, um, you know, Baron Zemo standing out the front and of my scrolls, I've got the super scroll, super scroll standing out the front. And so, you know, there's that, that sort of repetition there that, that the leader is surrounded by his troops or, or as we talked about a few episodes ago, henchmen. Well, exactly. And, and I think that's, you know, that's what it should be because, you know, if you've got very rarely, it seems like is the, the bad guy in any property, like a singular, he's normally that kind of leader person, you know, where he's mm. got a bunch of multiple people working for him. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with me, I, I don't really have a, an enough, enough is enough kind of limit because I think in particular with Marvel Legends, most of the Army Builder figures are just so hard to come by now. Um, you know, the, the most sort of recent were the, uh, well, I mean, there was obviously the AIM and, and Hydra agents released in the latest Captain America series, and the AIM agent is impossible to find. They, they actually aren't getting a retail release in Australia, so I've had to rely on, you know, on eBay. But even going sort of further back to some of the, the classic sort of shields and nin- hand ninja two packs, um, you know, those weren't particularly well distributed and I actually had to rely on getting mine for, from when people actually sold their collections. Mm. Um, you know, there's been a number of people who have sold their collections and contacted me and said, you know, I've got two hand ninjas and a shield agent. Do you want them? And, and I'll say, yep, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think, Probably 80% of my army builder figures have actually come from, from scrimping and scraping from, from wherever possible. Yeah. And then that's pretty common, you know, I think, um, one little trick I did is, is with my Death Star display is it's actually got a mirror in it. Yes. And, uh, yes, you know, if, if you don't want to, um, you know, necessarily army build, that's, that's one little trick you can use to expand out your army is, uh, if you position a mirror just right in some of your displays, you can get them to, to look like there's a lot more than what you really have. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very clever idea. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because, you know, as I said, I, I don't think I, I actually have a limit because, you know, if, if another one sort of pops up, 
on, you know, on a, a forum members selling their, their army builders, I'll, I'll pick up another one. But, um, yeah, I'm certainly starting to get there and I, I certainly think I'm a lot luckier than a lot of collectors. Um, I, I know certain, I mean, Justin, for instance, you know, is often saying how he'd like to pick up a few more hand ninja and, and things like that, but they just go for such big bucks and they go so quickly as well. So, um, you know, but so what are some of your favorites? What are the ones that you really enjoyed sort of, you know, building up? Well, I, I said I had a bunch of stormtroopers. I, they're actually like, uh, early 2000s super articulated stormtrooper and and there have been subsequent stormtroopers that have been better but when i got these they were on clearance and i think i bought yeah 10 of them one day at toys r us because they were that cheap <laughs> you know and that that was a pretty exciting day um wow that's my dream school you know and and it was weird i felt weird because i'm opening all these packs you know i wasn't saving the packages and i'm like opening all these packages and i'm like it's all the same figure and it was just like opening them as fast as i could and i was like oh, this is yeah bizarre feeling but uh <laughs> you know that one's definitely there um the cobra uh shock trooper um i have a few of those that's actually one of my favorite figures from from the recent gi joe um, the Cobra Trooper, they've actually released him a number of times, just the plain one recently. Um, and, you know, I've got, I haven't army built him, but there are enough variations of him I have. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one mm-hmm. with a black mask, there's one with a red mask, you know, there's one that has this different color accessory, which is kind of neat because you, your army has some variation to it, but, um, yeah. at the same time it is the same, you know, same buck, so, um, it just adds a little variation and, and I like that. So yeah, mm. those, those probably stand out. Yeah. Excellent. I think the one that definitely stands out for me is the, the Marvel Legends Sentinel, the, the original builder figure. I mean, the fact that Toy Biz managed to get out a, a builder figure that was also an army builder, uh, I think just remains as one of the greatest of all time. Um, and, and I was quite lucky. Uh, I mean, I, I picked up two originally at retail because I bought two sets of the figures and I, I had one open and one sort of, I kept all the figures mint on card. And eventually when, you know, I realized that the Sentinels were, were starting to sort of um, become quite sought after and become um, quite valuable, I decided to sort of open it up and, and have a second Sentinel. And I quite like the idea of having these two giant robots in my collection. So uh, I actually, this was before things really started to pick up and, and people realized just how much fun these things were. And so I used to scour eBay and buy any parts that I found. There'd be a guy selling a left leg. And so I'd just pick that up. And, um, you know, the hardest part to find is actually the Spider-Man piece because it's the chest and the head. So that figure alone sells for a lot of money. But, you know, I just kept sort of um, buying bits and, and every now and then someone might sell a collection. I'd pick up their Sentinel. And um, I actually ended up getting nine of, of those. And, uh they do look quite impressive together, but then when the Marvel Universe um, did their version of the Sentinel, which uh, I quite like the design as well, I actually picked up four of those. Uh, I happened to be in San Diego uh, at the Comic Con in 2011 when they were the um, when they were an exclusive, so I brought back a couple. So, you know, I now have sort of 13. Well, I actually have 12 because one's still mint on card. And, uh, yeah, having 12 Sentinels in the collection does look um, a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, I think that's. Uh, at least for for some of us, I think you know it's that presence and the display that that drives us. You know, not necessarily yeah. OCD, yeah. but you know, when people come over and, and see that, they they go, "Oh, wow!" You know, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're serious about this. <laughs> well, and you know, one of the other fun ones for me is you know, Marvel Legends did the the Hydra. 
um, you know, the, as in the, the terrorist group Hydra. And even though there's an, a new Hydra figure in the Captain America series, the, um, the original Brood Queen series Hydra figure has that, just has so much more personality. I think it's, um, it's very sort of Kirby inspired, particularly the variant with the, the open mouth. Um, just really feels Jack Kirby and, you know, I, I love Stan and Jack. And so over the years, I, I've managed to accumulate, um, 18 of those. I'm sure much to Justin's horror. Um, he <laughs> starts talking my house now. So, but, um, yeah, I think one of the, the fears that I have too is that, um, you know, a, a, a series like Star Wars Black Cinch, um, you know, I've mentioned a number of times I don't get the three and three quarter figures and, and, you know, I, I, you know, said that if they ever bring out a six inch series, um, I'll put my money where my mouth is and I've started collecting those, but, uh, I'm actually terrified of the thought of what they might bring out. Well, see, that's, that's part of my reason that I'm just not going to jump into that because I, I'd rather have four, five, ten stormtroopers, you know, on display. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not just, you know, the cost, because obviously they cost a little more than a three and three quarter figure, but it's the space, you yeah. know, to, yeah. to make a display that has that many stormtroopers in it, you're going to need a lot of space. And I just, I don't have it for display. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm, terrified of the idea because you you know with the the sand trooper that was in series one um i was quite lucky i had a, a gift card so i picked up a couple at toys r us and i picked up a couple from uh, our good buddy and sponsor of the show mike s um and, and i picked up another couple quite cheap off of ebay so i think i ended up with six of those guys and, and i'm quite comfortable with six because you know it, it does kind of get to a point where i mean for me um, you know, price is, is the only thing that's preventing me. Um, you know, in terms of space, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd happily fill a tub of them and just stick it in the garage if it meant, you know, being able to get a hold of them. But, um, you know, the, the six inch black figures aren't cheap and, and they aren't that easy to get. So, uh, I think six will be my magic number there for, for the significant army builders. But, um, wow, I'm terrified at the idea of, Jawas and Tuscan Raiders and, <laughs> I mean, there's obviously the assorted troopers, but, you know, but what about vehicles? Um, especially with, with J. Joe, the, the idea of, you know, you must be able to find things fairly cheap at flea markets and. Yeah. And, um, I, I know people that do that. Like, I'd love to have like, you know, four or five his tanks. I just, one, it's a space issue and, and two, I just, I know I would be in trouble, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, just gonna yeah. be like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> but but vehicles must be a serious temptation. Yeah, because, and, I mean, you know, and you see that. I mean, I've seen pictures of that, and it's cool. You know, it's very cool if you've got a, a USS flag and you've got four sky strikers. I think it'll fit four um, sitting on top of it. Uh, very very cool. You know, but um, it's harder. It's more expensive, and and again, space becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's quite clever too when companies, um, realize the potential in an army builder and they take advantage of that. And I think one of the classic examples must be the, um, the current crop of, um, Doctor Who figures because there are so many variations of, of the Dalek that are available that, you know, even if you, you pick up one of each, you, you're still effectively army building because, you know, before long you find yourself with two different Daleks. Well, it's the same thing with the, the Star Wars prequel, the clone troopers. I mean, you know, the Skittle colors have came out and it, there's just so many of them. Just if you got one of each, you've amassed mm. a pretty good collection of clones. 
Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, and it's a slippery slope. It really is because you know if you if you do end up with twenty Daleks, you know uh, what's to say that you don't need twenty Cybermen to face off against them? Yeah, I have uh, I have two Daleks sitting here on my desk from the, the Doctor Who Titan series, and you know I didn't mind having them, and they look cool yeah. together. So um, yeah. Because yeah, I guess it extends to the blind box stuff too. If you if you do inadvertently pick up dupes, um, you know they're they're actually a bit of a win. So. And, and that's a that's a good one to have is the low or the high you know re- low ratio high mm. fine one because you know if they're in there and you get multiples, you're not upset by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think something else that's actually had a a big impact on I, I guess you know army building is the availability. Um, Ten years ago, uh, it was a matter of walking around, you know, the stores in your area or even going for a bit of a drive um, further out. But, you know, these days, in particular for Star Wars and G.I. Joe, the availability on eBay of these Chinese sellers and, you know, who, who list groups of five figures and, you know, they often have five, six, ten listings of, of five figures. Yeah. Um, and, and you often see, you know, you click on some and uh, it actually has... You know, you can quantity one, uh, 30 available. Uh, and so really it's, it's, a, you know, a matter of typing the number into the window and, and pressing buy it now. And those things can go awfully cheap. You're, you're only talking, you know, sometimes three or four dollars each. Yeah. You know, um, uh, one of the troopers I've been building, the, the Cobra trooper in black and the, there was a, uh, a, they called Duke. He was available. Both of those figures were available at our dollar generals. And I can't remember the name for that particular one, but they were like five or six bucks. They were like a lower cost, you know, GI Joe series for those stores. They were really popular here because that Cobra trooper obviously is an army builder. And, mm. um, the Duke was pretty much what they call a green shirt, which is you know, oh, okay. a generic GI Joe trooper. Um, and I, I bought, I don't know, three, four of them just because I, I want to, I have an idea for a, a diorama and, you know, I want some just generic Joe guys to fill out the background. Yeah. 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 And I think, um, you know, if companies are clever about it, uh, one of the ones that comes to mind is the, you know, unfortunately, um, now deceased Bandai Thundercats line. Um, the, the three and three quarter figures, they managed to get out the entire crew, um, of the Thundercats, but they did actually bring out the, um, you know, the, the lizard warrior and the cannon, um, set. And of course, you know, if you're going to play with these toys and you're a kid, you're going to need some bad guys to, to thrash around. And, uh, I was actually picking up those Thundercats figures and I actually happened to walk into one of our discount stores and they had the Thundercats going dirt cheap. They were literally, um, 75, 80% off. And uh, I think I ended up picking up about four of those, you know, lizard guys, um, you know, just to have for my eventual display. And, and so, you know, when the availability is there and it's cheap, it's it's just so easy. Yeah, I just don't understand why they don't keep a slot in waves for previous army builders, you know, where you could get, you know, things that have been out previously in every wave. That way, the figures that you really want multiples of, you could get them in the future. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't think we will ever understand the thinking that goes on with uh, these toy companies, even that, you know, there are these army builder figures that people like you and I and, and, you know, people on the forum want to buy many multiples of. We just simply can't get our hands on them. But, um, I guess we are in the minority and, uh, we will always be in the minority when, you know, kids are out there buying Superman and Batman and, and people like us are, are buying Cobra Troopers and AIM agents, um, who, you know, don't feature heavily in, I guess, you know, pop culture. So, um, 
yeah, we'll continue to, to do our thing. Now, I have a question for you. Would you buy a less articulated version of an army builder? I think so. Um, I've got a number of, I've probably got about sort of 12 or 13 of the scrolls, the diamond select, um, scrolls that came out in the two pack with the brood figure. Um, and they're very limited in their articulation, but they are a fun looking figure. And, you know, once you generally sort of get them set up, you know, they look pretty good. Yeah. And I would too. Uh, you know, I think that would be a, a way to do army builders, right? You know, if you could take out some of the articulation and put two in a pack, I think that's a perfect idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think we've given this a pretty good waiver and lots of fun and reminds me, you know, why I enjoy doing what I do with these things. Oh, yeah. I just like yeah. them. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. They do look good. I've got all my army builders on one shelf, so all my uh, Hydra figures are next to the shield agents and next to the hand ninjas, and they all, you know, it's, it's fun to look at. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, very good. Very good. All right. Well, that wraps up our discussion topic of the week, and... Uh, Yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about some feedback before we wrap the show up. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. And you may just hear it read out. And I'm kicking us off tonight with our first piece of feedback, and it comes to us from Marnie Carlson, uh, who says, Thanks for the mention. Just listening to the podcast now. Scott. I would have purchased the bad Hot Toys figure myself if I had the money at the time. My now husband bought it for me for my 30th birthday, knowing I love them and, of course, knowing how big a fan of Michael Jackson that I am. Uh, there are three other Hot Toys Michael Jackson figures. There's Thriller, Beat It, and Billy Jean. Um, the Thriller one also comes with a zombie Michael Jackson head. I also have a Michael Jackson doll figure from the 90s, but these new ones, uh, these new wave ones are just beautiful. There's been a lot of figures since his death. Love this new Moonwalker with the silhouette stand. So that's from Facebook. Can, can you guess who that is? It's mm. Eli's sister. Uh. Yeah, because he talked about her last week when we were talking about the Michael Jackson stuff and how she owns a hot toy and he doesn't. (laughs) There you go. There you go. First bit of sibling feedback on the show. Very nice. (laughs) Very nice. Excellent. All right. Well, moving right along. There's a bit of Michael Jackson feedback on our show too, I'm sure. That's true. true. (laughs) Yeah. Very good. All right, John. Next up, we have a little message from Fest66 from the forum. And Fest says, hey, just literally came off listening to episode 102 with an excellent Tim Bruckner interview. And it was very excellent, guys, by the way. Um, yes, guys, I'm a little behind. Well, you know, that's okay. We don't care, you know, if you're a little behind or not. Just as long as you listen, we're, we're really happy with that. So um, not a big sculpture collector, but I'm tempted to get one of his pieces after hearing him talk about his work. Good work, guys, on another awesome interview. Well worth the wait. So, but Fest goes on to say, my only gripe is on download. I did not see any interactivity. Tim did mention he would provide you guys with images of the work he was talking about. Any chance it's posted up somewhere? Yep. Um, that's just a case of time. You know, we, uh, the enhanced podcast, um, element of 
putting the show together takes an immense amount of time. And I know it's something that some people really enjoy. Um, but when it comes down to, uh, getting the show out or not, sometimes I just don't get the time to do that. And it's a hard thing to get anybody else to do. So, um, apologies that we didn't get all those in there. Uh, but as we did last week, um, with the toy fair thing where enhance was just impossible, what I'm going to try and do from now on is win, uh, well, I think regardless is to put show notes up, um, on our site as well as, um, enhancing the podcast whenever we can. So that's got the links to all the things that we're talking about in it. So that if you are really keen on seeing what we're doing, then you can follow along. I know it's not the same as having the pictures in there, but, um, it's just a, you know, until someone comes along and pays us full time to, um, do this, which by the way, yeah, talk to me. Um, <laughs> then, Sorry. <laughs> just doesn't, it doesn't always happen. And unfortunately that was yeah. just one of those, but thanks. We've had lots of great feedback about the Tim Burton discussion. Um, it was a great, great chat and thank you for the, the positive feedback on that. Very nice. I don't have the software to do the enhanced podcast. Sorry. No, that's all right. Mm. And, uh, Scott, I believe we're still giving stuff away. This is it. This is <laughs> like, this is officially <laughs> the end. Um, and our, our, People that won prizes from Mike have been so good. Some of them have managed, have contacted him, um, to say, Hey, I won before I even had a chance to say, here's the next winner. So good job. Um, <laughs> but he is checking with me. So don't try that. Uh, the, but we're done with the Mike prizes now. We're on to, uh, all star comics, Melbourne prizes. And our final winner is Andrew Todd of Deramit in Victoria, Australia. And he is winning courtesy of all-Star Comics Melbourne, the Bowen Designs Sabretooth Classic Statue. Wow. I know. It is freaking awesome. I own it as well. It is a brilliant piece and not cheap either. So huge thank you yeah. to All-Star Comics Melbourne. Um, huge thank you to the uh, random prize gods that... Um, Australian out for that one, so I didn't have to <laughs> ship it overseas because I'm famous shipping. Um, and a huge thank you to everybody who entered, and I wish we had a prize for everyone, but it's great to see uh, such enthusiasm, um, and uh, that went really, really well, and great to see our sponsors and friends getting on board too. So nice. thus endeth the AFB 100th birthday celebration. Fantastic stuff. Woohoo! Nice. I know. No more cake. Our birthday's over. Well, that, that, this there's still some competition happening, and that is our AFB custom action figure competition. That's right. Uh, we named it after you, John. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> Last week, I was that mentioned so many times, I thought I was in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're listening and you have any interest in customizing action figures, get along to the AFB forum and check out our Scum and Villainy custom competition. That is the uh, the restriction to this particular competition. It has to be someone who is a villain, whether they, they As- someone like the... Yeah, has been a villain or still is a villain. Um, and not a lot else to that. Choose the scale of your choice and, uh, get along and, and read the, um, the entry instructions for that because we'd like to have a, a really good turnout. Yay. I'm, I'm doing a Scott custom for my. <laughs> <laughs> With twirling mustache action. Yeah, absolutely. Well. And Tim Tam accessory. <laughs> mint slice. Mint sli- no, mint Tim Tam. Get it straight. <laughs> All right, guys. That wraps it up for this episode. Thank you for your company. Say la vie. And we shall uh, get together again say next Ivy. week. Say la vie. <laughs>
<laughs> Say you. Alrighty. Say me. Say me. Bye. <laughs> Say it together. Yeah. Naturally. <laughs> bye. Okay. Yeah. Bye. I've got free Argentina. Bye, Argentina. <laughs> the Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Your um toy of the week, Mister. Oh shit. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that two G's or three? Three. You know, it's the thing with the um thing. And do you have a toy of the week? Donna goes pew pew. <laughs> Did you do your homework, John? Well, there you go. So, anyway, that wraps up the Articulated News. We'll be right back with the Toy of the Week. Uh-oh, what about name that? Yes. Well, I wondered. What? 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 Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't sure how to do that. We thought the fact that, you know, that your cubicle was bare. <laughs> huh. <laughs> do you want to re- Yes. Do that tag? Okay. In five, four, three. Well, we'll get right to it and we will play last week's sound right here. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Every every time I think maybe we're finally gonna grow out of that, <laughs> and then bang. Oh. Well, you know you got to do it now. It's tradition. I still don't know 100 percent which one of you it is. Huh. <laughs> I love how he goes. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it's John, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, well, the thing is, it's not always me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> See, it, it it started and it spread to other people, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, just for the record, it's never me. Good You've done it before. I have not done the chicken yeah. noise. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. No way I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> no way. We, we well, I was to some... stupid I did. Oh, okay. It was that episode okay. where you were drunk. Oh, okay, that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> The Black okay. Jack episode. Yeah, that one.
Anyway, now it's that we've heard... episode, a segment in itself, they just in between the, the, <laughs> two, the sound <laughs> He's the 25-minute version of that, Matt. <laughs> yeah, shortest segment in the show, longest to record. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! I got my Spirograph back. I didn't know you lost it. I uh, Well, my parents had it. What, what's that when it's at home? That's the one that has the little wheels you put the pens in and make the patterns. Oh, Spirograph. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said oh. Spidercraft. As did I. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, thought I heard oh. I got my Spidercraft back, and I'm like, well, good for you. How many I black have virgins have yet. you had? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you say black virgins? Oh, I couldn't remember that drink that you drink. No, that's no. just black how it came giraffe. Out. Yeah, that black giraffe. Ah, not a black virgin. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm not okay. going to comment on that. No, moving right along. Okay. All right, Mr. Nerdy, good to go. Oh. <laughs>